Hello, 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 and welcome. Welcome to this week's podcast. I got a brand new bag. I am just so super, super excited that this is our three, uh, our third uh, week in our four week series on being hurt in the church or church hurt as some may put it. But we don't want to leave us there. We don't want to leave us in a hurt state or in a broken state. We want to say, how can we the body of believers come together with the hurt that I've been, um, that has been infringed upon me. How can I, first of all, heal and how can I forgive? So that's how we are going to go into, um, this uh, week's podcast and I have a special guest on the line and we are going to be extrapolating the word of God and we're going to be delving in and just encouraging um, one another just to just to rely on um, the Lord's strength and not our own strength. But before I introduce my my podcast guest, I would like for you, my listening audience, to do one thing for me, like, click, share and subscribe to this channel, YouTube channel. I I got a brand new bag by none other than yours truly, Anita Brown. But listen, what I want to um, highlight today, I want to highlight one particular uh, scenario in the Bible. And so oftentimes, um, you know, we'll think, well, that's the Bible. But if you believe that the scripture says that all the scriptures was given by the inspired word of God, then that means that we're not just talking about a story. We're just not talking about something that's fictitious. We are talking about real life people that have overcome in the word. And so I want my listening audience to know that even though it was a biblical character, that these are still real life events that happen in real life, real time, but they were written for our admonition. They was written for our learning. Keep that in mind when we give you the scenario that me and my special podcast guest is going to talk about today. So oftentimes we say I was hurt in the church. I was church hurt. And the reason why we're bringing this podcast to you today is because about a month ago, I asked a question, how many people have been church hurt? And oh my God, y'all begin to sled it in. Y'all begin to let me know me, 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 me. I've been hurt. I've been hurt so that my pastor hurt me. Um, uh, the deacon hurt me. And as a result, I, I vowed that I would never, ever, ever go back to church again. So we want to be able to talk about that. We want to be able to talk about you were hurt in the church or church hurt or what I brought to, to the to the forefront on my last prayer. I thought about that sometimes that we're broken at home. Sometimes we are broken um, at home and um, we bring that brokenness in the church. So in actuality, some things that we're blaming on the church, we, we, was, we, we should be blaming on our mama or our sister or our brother or our spouse or our coworker. But you know how you have a scenario where then, you know, this was the straw that broke the camel's back. That's, that's what happens a lot of times, I think. Uh, and I'm going to pose that question when I introduce 
my podcast guests uh, to you guys to let us know that sometimes we're already broken and hurt and, and all of that. But when we come to church, we want to blame somebody. We want to accuse somebody of breaking me or hurting me or letting me down. And so the pastor or the first lady or, um, or the section leader or the, just the regular parishioner did something that somebody else did. But now I got somebody I can blame uh, for the devastation. And so it brings me to the, the story that I want to uh, bring to light. And it was the story. Have you ever uh, read the story about the woman caught in adultery? She was caught in adultery, no doubt by some religious church folk. No doubt they were lurking about and trying to find fault. Let me tell you this. If you want to find fault, you will. If you want to find something to have on me, nine times out of 10, you possibly will. That's not demeaning or negating what you've gone through, what you've been through, but we have to really call a spade a spade. Why were they lurking around this lady's house? Why were they first of all looking in her window? Possibly they was either trying to do one or two things, trip her up or trip Jesus up. So that's how I want to introduce my podcast guest in none other than Elder Nancy McMillan. Elder Nancy, welcome to this week's podcast. I got a brand new bag. How are you today? Good afternoon. I am fantastic. How are you, Pastor? I am um I am fantastic as well. And it it just does my heart good for us to be dialoguing right now on church hurt or hurt in the church. And can we talk about, let's talk about the woman that was caught in adultery. And they said in the very act. I don't want to hone in on the adulterous piece more so than I want to hone in on the caught in the act. Part. And so oftentimes we as people, we come to church already broken. We come to church already hurt. We come to church already saying, you know, my husband did this. My wife did this. My sister, my brother, the deacon did this. The deacon did that. And then we look for the man or the woman of God to play referee. But a lot of times if we just sit back and listen to ourselves, uh, Elder Nancy, and we think about, you know what? I am not through living yet. So let me just go a little bit and then I'm going to let you dialogue on the story. They said that the woman was caught in the very act of adultery. They brought her to Jesus and they said, Jesus, the law states that if anybody is caught in adultery, that they should be put to death. So what Jesus did, Jesus didn't even look at them, but he began to write on the ground and said, um, okay, that he that is without sin, since y'all caught this woman in the very act, since you being religious and holier than thou, since you pinpointing what she did, well, he that is without sin, why don't y'all cast the first stone at her? And so guess what? Thank God that they were honest enough to say, oh my God, I was just doing that last week or last night. Oh my God, it could have been me that sent that, you know, that pornographer's picture. It could have been me, you know, that lied, that did something that didn't speak. So I think if we put ourselves, Elder Nancy, in the place that we are breaking people or we're saying I was church hurt, they didn't speak to me, they lied on me, they didn't give me my money, you know, I think we'll be a little bit more forgiving and don't allow what we've done or what don't allow what people has done to us to say, all right, 
because they did this, I'm never coming back to church again. I'm getting out of the choir. I'm not going to usher again. You know, we're putting all those things on the church. Can we talk about why do we think we as a people, not necessarily a nationality, but people in general would say, because you did this, or I thought you supposed to be so holy. Why do we put that stigmatization on people by saying, you know what, because you did that, you know, you crushed me, you bruised me, you Mm. hurt me. So I'm never going to come back. I'm never going to tithe. I'm never going to trust a man or woman of God again. Can you go over in your mind? Just talk about that, uh, that scenario um, about how do we view that and how do we get past that? Pastor, when I think about that scenario with the woman and how God did not eat, how Jesus did not even deal with the woman and what she did, but with those that were accusing her. And to me, love has a lot to do with it. Because when we love ourselves as our neighbors, you know, a lot of things we wouldn't tell on ourselves. Mm. You know, a lot of things we were keeping secret and we are pray about you know but when it comes to somebody else it seems to be so easy to us for us to open our mouth and tear that person down mm-hmm. we are the one god say that sin is sin mm-hmm. and it has no respect to person but we put a number on sin the number one sin may be adultery the number one sin may be fornication. But God says all stinks in his nostrils. Mm-hmm. And he do not put them on level. They're all in the same line. And when we come to know that we have not gotten there yet, mm-hmm. that we are still on the potter's wheel being made, when we still have to ask for forgiveness daily, then we would be more apt to forgive someone else and to help that person and not try to tear them down. Hallelujah. That is so um, phenomenal. That is so uh, good that you will bring that part out is because, you know, there's a scripture that says to the pure, all things are pure. And to the defiled, all things are defiled. So that let us know is that, you know, as a man thinking, so is he. So that let us know that we should have to oftentimes say, Lord God, give me that renewed mind. Lord God, give me that renewed heart. Then that means that, Lord God, I'm not trying to say to a pinpoint somebody else's sin. I'm not trying. I'm not like the scripture say, straining out a gnat, swallowing up a camel. Is that if, if that is what I hear you saying? Is that we as the body of believers, we cannot be trying to say, see that I told you it wasn't none of this same thing. I told you, Amen. you know, that that they, you know, they're, you know, they uh they are they're liars or they're cheaters or you know yes. that you know we we highlight and we pinpoint others' fault. But let me let's go a little further, Elder Nancy, and let's talk about what Galatians 6 and 1 says. Galatians 6 says, if a brother be overtaken in a fault, it says, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one, consider yourself, lest ye also be tempted. Uh, Elder uh, Nancy, let's go over that. What does that mean? 
to if I'm so deep and I'm so spiritual, if those guys were so spiritual that brought the woman that was caught in adultery in the very act, if they were so spiritual, then why didn't they cover her? Why didn't they knock on the door and say, ma'am, you know, I know this not your husband, you know, come on, let us go ahead and let's cover her sin. Don't bring her sin on display before the whole town, before the whole city. Let's 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 do it in a way where we're not shaming her and we're bringing her before the council. Can we deal with how we as a people, we are so judgmental and we don't think, you know what, that it could have been me. It could have been me caught in a yeah. it could have been me caught in that lie. It could have been me at a weak moment that I stole, I lied, mm-hmm. I cheated. Can mm-hmm. you talk about what does that mean? Um, Galatians six and one. If I'm so deep and so spiritual, how come I'm always uh, raising and pointing my finger at somebody else? Pastor, you know, um, we have we have the people. I can remember even saying years ago, I never do that. Mm. I ain't never did that. I never did this. I never did that. See, we so quick to say what we haven't did if we don't know exactly what the person is going through, what they're doing and why. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times I have come across people that's doing something that at the time didn't even know that they was doing wrong. Doing something that at the time they really thought that they was helping somebody you know, that they was doing good. You know, we can be so busy doing, going to and fro that, you know, like um, you hear people say, you're so heavenly bound, you know, earthly good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, so these people, I mean, just, are they just sitting around watching, waiting on someone to make a mistake? Waiting on to say, I told you so? Wow. Wow. And I think, Elder Nancy, I think if we, you know, look at Jesus, and I think a lot of times we have forgotten, we have forgotten what manner of man or woman that we are, you know, recognizing, you know, that you have to position yourself that every day that I'm yeah. that I'm a lump of clay. We got to position ourselves yeah. that every day I'm a lump of clay, that I am in the potter's hand. And I think we forget Amen. that I am still in the potter's hand. Remember our bishop yeah. says, our bishop say stuff like, you know, you don't know what you'll do until the right set of circumstances come about. You yes. never know whether you still got cussing in you, let somebody rub you the wrong way. You might yes. give them a good old tongue lashing or you never know um, whether or not you'll cheat on your husband. We don't want to cheat on our spouses. Yes. The right set of circumstances. You might be lonely that day and I'm just, I'm not giving Amen. anyone, I'm not giving anybody a license to sin. Sin is sin, as you already put it. Sin is sin. But we never, ever know what that person was going through. We never know what was happening. So before we give that judgment, like you said, oh, my God, Mm -hmm. how could they? If they were so saved, how could they have? um, How could that pastor have molested that person? Granted, don't get me wrong, my listening audience. It's wrong. They was wrong to molest. They was wrong to um, take those, you know, send that uh, illicit uh, 
text message, you know, those illicit pictures. Don't get me wrong. They were wrong, dead wrong. The woman was dead wrong. But Jesus did not highlight on the fact that she was wrong. She was caught in adultery mm -hmm. in the very act. Amen. But what did Amen. Jesus do? What did Jesus yeah. do? Jesus was such an, a loving God. He was such a forgiving yeah. God. He was such a compassionate God that he reciprocated Hallelujah. that thing. He said, you know what? She is wrong. It is custom for us to stone her. But yeah. have y'all been wrong? Have y'all sinned? Do y'all want me to stone y'all because y'all caught it? Y'all didn't. Y'all did the adulterous act, but you just wasn't caught in it. So I think, yes. Elder Nancy, let's talk about that. That sometimes that we're judging the pastor. Don't get me wrong. They were wrong. What they did was wrong. I'm going to highlight that. They should not. They should not have done my trust wrong. I came in there for counsel. Then you had, you know, next thing I know, I was taking off my clothes. You know, I came in there to tell you my issue. Then you you swindled me out of my money. You lied to me. You talked about me. All those things you did but did those things really merit some of us saying I was church hurt I was church hurt and I'm never going back to church again I was church hurt and yeah. I backslid I'm church hurt and as a result that I you know that I'm not going to be on no auxiliary ever ever again talk about that elder mm -hmm. Nancy how do we as a people get over the fact that what they did they did how do I get over it and allow the love of Jesus to consume me to where I do stay at my church. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes we have to go for our sanity and we have to go because we can't take it. But how do we deal with church hurt or hurt in the church as it relates to being forgiven and as it relates to being and to forgive one another? Uh, Pastor, we have to, you know, if we're going to be able to get over anything anything that man has did mm -hmm. then we're gonna have to go back to um the scripture that let us know that we wrestle not mm -hmm. against flesh and blood yes you know but against powers and principalities against rulers and darkness and high places yes and you never know exactly what you you're dealing with First of all, everybody in the churches, you know, we say, Lord, Lord, would not get into the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people going to church are just going to church. And when people come at you, you still got to show the love of God. You still got to turn the other cheek. And I'm saying things that not easily done. Yes. It's not easy when someone come at you in church you know, about your children Yes. when they children did this, this, and this, but just because people don't know, then therefore, it's like, it's okay, because my children did it in secret, your child did it in the open, mm -hmm. but no, it's all wrong. Yes. We just have to love each other, love one another, be willing to bear each other's burden, be willing to lift each other up. And when I tell you, it's it's not an easy thing to, 
not to say something when somebody is saying something against you, especially when you know it's wrong. Wow. But sometimes <laughs> when you pray within, you know, that, that a solid prayer within. Mm-hmm. But, what I'm really take you, you through. but what I'm hearing you saying, Elder, um, Elder Nancy, is that so oftentimes we have to allow, and I love that word allow, we have to give the Holy Spirit permission to deal with our brokenness. And I think a lot of times, um, I think it's a scripture in the Bible that says, which one of these people came justified? You know, and a lot of times we feel justified because uh, they hurt me or they did it to me because of their position. But we have to deal with it that you didn't come justified. It was by the sure mercies of God that we are what we are. So we want to make sure that before we cast a stone, and I love the scenario. I love when Jesus said, you brought this woman to me, but you that without that is without an issue. Hallelujah. You that is without brokenness. Why don't you cast the first stone at this woman that you are so highlighting that she was caught in the very act? And I think a lot of times we come. See, when I come to church, I come to church to find out about me. Have you ever said this past um, uh, Elder Nancy? Have you ever said, "Ooh, if Bernice was here, this message was for her. Have you ever said, "Ooh"? I know I know after preaching about this person or that person instead of saying father this message may not be for me today but I'm going to store this message up I'm going to store this message but so oftentimes we come to church we're listening we're listening for my mama, my daddy, my sister, or my brother, because we're saying, mm, 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 mm. then we can mm-hmm. be religious. We can be begin self-righteous, and we can begin pi- be pious in our heart instead of saying, woe is me. I'm a man of yeah. clean lips. We got to hear the word, uh, Elder Nancy, and we got to say, yeah. Lord God, woe is me. Father, oh, that could have been me. That could have been me. That could have been me committing adultery. That could have been me lying. That could have been me stealing. So I'm not going to bring nobody. I'm not going to judge this person because it could be me. Let's talk about that. Just just me, me being caught. You know, have you ever did anything and have not been caught? Mm. I thought about how um, when I was working to the sheriff's office and this officer went to this case, I mean, to this store because these these people was walking around stealing. Mm-hmm. And all of them were stealing, but one of them had ate what they stole and the others had it in their pocket. And so all of them was wrong. But do you know that people did not want to bring charges on the one that they did, that ate it, only on the ones that had it in their pocket. Wow. So we may have done things, but just didn't get caught. And when somebody else to do it, it's like it's the worst thing in the world. And then we want to start bringing them down. But that's not the time. That is the time to remember that God lets you get by. Oh, wow. Yes, that is amazing. So that means that's the mercy of God. So thank God that, you know what? At some given point, we all got our hands caught in the cookie jar. It could have been any of us at any given moment, but we thank God for his grace. The scripture says, by grace are we saved, not of our works, like yes. man should boast. Thank God for the grace of yes. God. So therefore, yes. 
could it be this elder Nancy that um, that we have not given people time to be broken. We haven't given people time to grow in grace that we think that, you know, that they come in into church. Even I don't care how long you've been saved. The Bible says too much is given, much is required. So that means that if yes. you're not going to, don't highlight my sin, show me the error of my way and don't come with a, condemn, a condemning heart. But that's why the Bible says, let the mothers of the church, let the elderly of the church, let the the seasoned mothers bring and come to the to the women and say baby let me teach you how to raise your children let me teach you how to dress let me teach you let me show you how to be um to be saved or let me show you how to talk how to walk because i think i had someone just a few hours ago to say whatever happened to the mentors where are yeah where are the where are the mentors where are the coaches yes. in the church that's yes. gonna show me the way you know just gonna tell me don't just highlight my wrong but where are the mothers yes. in the church now or the yes. seasoned fathers to you know I think it was brought out in yes. the last podcast. One say, I didn't have a father figure. I didn't have nobody to show mm. me how to be a real husband, how to be a, I don't know yes. how to do nothing but cuss and fuss and fight. I don't know what to do when Amen. my husband is fussing at me or or tearing me down. I don't even know. I think somebody said, I beat him to the punch. Well, I thought he was going to fuss, so I beat him to the punch. In actuality, <laughs> what they're saying is, I don't know how to be broken. I don't know how to say yeah. anything nice. All I know how to do is cuss and fuss and fight. So with our last few minutes, Elder Nancy, we want to be able to narrow or hone in on or pray for that one that may be listening to this podcast to say, you know what? I was caught in adultery or we know people that say I was married and I got pregnant out of out of my marriage and my wife still stayed yeah. with me, but she keeps bringing it up. She keeps bringing it up. Mm. How can we as a people, um, uh, say, you know what? Uh, my husband had a, you know, had an affair. My wife had an affair, and as a result, it had a a baby involved, or you know, any of those scenarios where sexual sins were involved, or you know, you lied, you cheated, you stole. How can we? And I want you to pray for that one, El, uh, Elder Nancy, um, with our last few minutes to, to, to that one to say, you know what? It was me. I don't know how to forgive. All I know how to do is blame. All I know how to do is accuse. All I know how to do is find the fault in somebody else. But today might be that day that they say, you know what? But today, listening to this podcast, listening to how open you've been and listening to the series that came came up from this moment how can you pray for the one to say this is how you was broken they did what they said they did they lied they cheated they they you know they hurt you so bad how can we pray that simple prayer of in a, in maybe the next two minutes elder nancy pray for that one that's listening to this podcast to say i want to be healed I don't want to be mad anymore. I don't want to be broken. I don't want to harbor uh, unforgiveness in my heart. Can you take the time to pray for that one that may be listening to this podcast today? Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank and praise you for this great day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We ask you right now, God, that you forgive us of all our sins. Anything, God, that we have done that's not of you. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God, we ask you right now to remove this bitterness from my heart. Oh, great God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, hallelujah. God, I thank and I praise you, God. God, we ask you right now, God, that you touch each and every one that has been broken in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, that you will cover them by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We ask you, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, yes. that you remove any unjust thing right now, God. Hallelujah, God. Let me have a forgiving heart, God. Let me have a caring heart, God. Let me, God, hallelujah, love my neighbor, my loved one as myself. Oh, great God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We thank you, almighty Father, right now, oh, great God. Come, God. Nobody but you, God, Nobody can remove you. that stony heart. Yes. Nobody but you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, can under make me understand the things that this life holds. God, we are not in the world, but we are of the world. Yes. Great God, we are of the world and not in the world. Jesus, God, we thank you. Thank you. We glorify you, oh God. We ask you right now, God, that you will give me love. Hallelujah. Me love but that me. husband that made a mistake, yes. give me love for that wife that has made a mistake. Thank you, Jesus. Give me love, God, for that neighbor, God, that I may have wronged right now, oh God. That one that's in the church, oh God, you, right now, oh God, yes. let me show love and, show compassion. and compassion, God, in the name of Jesus, name of God, Jesus. we thank you. Thank you we Lord. glorify you, we oh glorify God. You, we ask you, oh God, that nobody but you, oh nobody great God, but nobody but you, God, nobody but you, God, you, we plead the blood of the Jesus blood over Jesus. each and every one each in Jesus' name. Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. amen, hallelujah. Thank you. That was thank such an amazing prayer. Jesus. Such an amazing prayer. And we thank Elder Nancy for being our podcast guest today. And to all of you that may be listening, and if you prayed and if you was engaged in that simple prayer of Lord God I don't want that stony heart I don't want to be angry I don't want to be full of rage I don't want it to I don't want my anger to turn into wrath and then malice and then that way I don't want to that that anger to turn into anything that I will not be able to forgive again I won't be able to I get a divorce because I messed up or I, I leave my church because I messed up the prayer was so simple to let you know, allow Jesus, allow Jesus to come into your heart and make the difference. And I think that's where we were going with this whole scenario is that allow Jesus to heal you. So we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week podcast. I got a brand new bag with I was hurt by you, but Jesus healed me. And we thank our special podcast guest in none other than Elder Nancy McMillan. Elder Nancy, thank you for your insight. Thank you for your prayer. And we appreciate you being an, our, our honored and our special guest today. You're welcome, Pastor. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you for all the listeners that's listening. Amen. In Jesus' name. Bye-bye. <laughs>